0: And welcome to the The S Word Live. We are on a seasonal break right now, but between seasons, I don't want to leave you guys hanging. I want to give you the advice you need to get the work done now to get those next paying clients right away. So say hello as you join. Hello, I see I've got some people here already. Hello, hello, say hello. Hello, Linda. Hello, so nice to see your beautiful face. I love it. I can't wait to catch your live streams. Mm, I need some ohm in my life. Linda does amazing work with Clarity. I was stuck on a sales page one time, and I tell you, working with her, boom, lit it up. It was awesome. So today we're going to talk about three very specific actions you can take to get your next and your next 1,000 paying clients. Because let's face it, if you've been listening to... A lot of them are dudes, and it's so different to other women. And so if we haven't met yet, my name is Renee Rebar, and I have been teaching women how to sell since 1994. And I can tell you from teaching both men and women, how we learn and how we sell is so expressly different, and how we expect to be sold to, and there needs to be a change. And so that's what I'm bringing to you today. When it comes to sales, there are two very important sides that almost everybody misses one of. (laughs) So if you're thinking about selling your services, if you have experience in the world and you have a passion for bringing that forward and impacting others, then you want to listen in. Because if you're new on Planet Facebook, this is going to help you connect with that next client before the website, before the email list hits a hundred, you know, a hundred thousand people, before the ad spend, before the funnel, before all of that, you can put these steps into action. So if you think that you want to learn what that's all about, give me a high five in the comments. <laughs> I want to hear that you're here, whether you're live. Or on the replay, what up replay viewers, give me a hello replay. (laughs) Let's talk about exactly what to do. If you, then you can use this to validate your next program. If you've been dreaming up creating a new plan or a new program over the break and you're thinking, hmm, I wonder if it would work. But before I build out a website for it, before I go spending ads on it, before I run the webinar funnel, what should I do next? This. Is what you should do next. Hey, what's up? Five, five, five. All right. Awesome. Woohoo! Thank you, Linda. So let's dive in. Who's ready to dive in? Me. So it's funny because I wanted to see Linda pop up. You know, I know Linda, she and I, we go way back. Um, but a lot of people don't realize I cut my teeth in sales going house to house. Right after college, my parents were not very excited, Um, and we were going house to house in upstate New York for a golf course called Eagle's Crest, and it was a farm like two years previous, so it was a total pasture, and it was very evident to me right away that you needed to break the ice and build a relationship with people immediately, and it helped me understand how to do that, and then I got promoted to the Manhattan office where we were slinging pagers immediately. Streets of Manhattan, and again, it was like this little pager, Skytel Sky pagers, way before cell phones. This is like 1995 now. And we were just talking to people with our clipboard. And we would say, okay, if you want this pager fully activated, it's the first alphanumeric, which meant you could text over the pager. Once you called an operator, she would put the text in. You could retrieve those text messages by dialing hundred number and your 10 digit PIN. <laughs> Talk about how far technology has come. But that was and this was hot. This was hot. Like the, the coolest rappers had these, right? And so it was me on the streets of Manhattan with my little clipboard. I literally, I always have my clipboard, <laughs> and I would take my penny. I always have my penny, <laughs> and I would rub. I would rub their credit card imprint onto the form, and we would send those in, and they would get a pager mailed to them in six to eight weeks. So if we can break the ice break through those people in Streets of Manhattan and I can help them understand, meaning them, the other salespeople, how to do that, then I'm pretty sure I can help you on social media where it's so much warmer. <laughs> I can tell you that for sure. So if you'd like to learn how to do that, type yes in the comments right now. Thank you very much. Okay. So people always ask me, you know, how, how do you know what to say to people? How do you know how to break the ice start the conversation? Whether it's you have an audience and you're Validating a new, or whether you're brand new on planet internet day one, no matter what. (laughs) Thanks for the thanks for the hearts and the thumbs up. Love that. Um, No matter what, how how well? I mean, the first answer is yeah. I gotta ask them. (laughs) Thanks for the thumbs up, Linda. Uh, Awesome. So here are the three steps specifically to identify. First and foremost, identify who to talk to. Because I tell you, one of the biggest problems that clients come to me with is, you know, Renee, I don't know who to talk to. And planet internet can mess with your mind thinking, oh, there's 7 billion people. Talk to everybody. So that's when you want to pour ads on. Before you do that, you want to get the words right. You want to make sure that you're speaking to your people, the audience that you know you can serve and help. You're speaking their language. I see this all the time where it's, it's very, the language is all gobbledygook, because we're speaking in our language and not theirs. So number one, first step, you're going to want to identify who you're going to talk to. So how do you do that? (laughs) If you have an audience, you just need to simply ask them, right? Like you're simply saying, if I'm going to talk about, if I'm going to teach you a new masterclass, if I'm going to teach a new program, do you want to hear about A, B, or C first? And you simply ask them in an email or if you have a large group, you can ask them in the group or you can ask them on your page. (laughs) Perfect timing. What's up, Sarah? If you have an audience, you're simply validating that what you're thinking is in their language and is going to hit home with them so that they know you have the solution to their problem. If you don't have an audience or if you're still growing your audience, then you need to go to other people's audiences, people that talk to the same people that you would talk to, but they sell them something different. So a great example is, you know, the dry cleaner and the house cleaner. The dry cleaner and the house cleaner should really set up shop together on Main Street because who is their audience? Busy people who have enough money to pay other people to clean their stuff, <laughs> right? One, one of them cleans the clothes. One of them cleans the house. Perfect. If you're a dry cleaner, get a house cleaner and hook up. If you're a house cleaner, hook up with a dry cleaner. I guarantee you, you'll both hit the jackpot. And your audience will love you for it because they want to search around town for the next great dry cleaner or next great house cleaner. So that being said, what if you, like for me, what if you're uh, a sales trainer? Well, you're not going to go hang out in another sales trainer's community. That's not cool. Um, you're not going to try to, you know, get off their audience But if you're a bookkeeper in my audience or a yoga teacher in my audience, those people, you still talk to the same people, but you're offering them another solution for another problem that they have. Not the same problem I have. Make sense. So you go to someone else's audience and you ask the same question. Hey, as a bookkeeper, I was thinking of teaching this, this or this next. Which one do you want to hear about next? Or as a bookkeeper, I find this happens all the time. Have you found the same thing? Type yes or no below. So those are the kind of questions you can start with to identify who you need to talk to first. Are there billions of people out there? Yes. You're not going to talk to them today. Your next paying client is in the next five, six, or seven people that you're going to talk to specifically that answered that question. So if you have an audience, whoever answers your question, if you don't have an audience, whoever answered your question, we made it simple for you. And so what are you going to do with that? You are going to put them on the love list. (laughs) So if you've been hanging out with me any length of time, type love in the comments. If you know what a love list is, or if you don't know what a love list is, type what's up with love. (laughs) If you know what a love list is, type love. If you don't, type what's up with love. So a lot there's a lot of names for what I call a love list some people might call it a prospect list or a farming list or a lead list (laughs) I call it a love list because what I want you to do with that list I want you to go and love them up love Linda Sarah hey that's right my girls know what love is I love it. I love, love, love these ladies. So yes, you know what love is. So I want you to love them up. So I want you to look them up on iTunes. See if they've been a guest on a podcast. If your audience is another business, chances are they're creating content. So you can look them up on YouTube. You can look them up on Google. Look them up on Facebook, Instagram, other pla- LinkedIn. Are you connected? How can you find common ground and show them some love from the side? So as opposed to coming straight at them with, hey, I saw that you engaged in my post. Would you like to buy my thing? (laughs) Uh, Please don't do that. (laughs) That's how not to do it. (laughs) But if you put them on a love list and then your next action is to actually go and look them up and see them and hear them and listen to them and get to know them, it's going to A, warm them up to you. B, it's going to give you something to talk about besides just, So I uh, noticed that you might have uh, been interested in something I'm selling. (laughs) You know what I mean? It makes it less awkward, and it makes it more of a conversation. Because bottom line, you and I can both agree, people buy from who they know, like, and trust. End of story. So you've got to figure out the fastest, best way to actually build that genuine connection. And I've given you step number two. (laughs) Put them on a love list. So once you love them up, I want you to genuinely, like set the intention, like <laughs> Irene always says, like, <gasps> like center, center and set the intention that you are actually going to be sincerely reaching out to them. Because if you have any ulterior motives, like, Oh, boy, <laughs> if you're, <laughs> if you're thinking like that, it's going to come through. Instead, I want you to say I'm open to all the possibilities. So you're live, or on the replay, I want you to type open, I'm open to all the possibilities. And I tell you, The next five, six, or seven people that you're about to talk to that you're loving up right now, they will not only be your next paying clients, but they could also be your best referral people. They could be your the biggest cheerleaders. They could bring you new opportunities that you had never thought of. Cannot explore those and you will not reap those benefits unless you are open to the possibilities. So type open, and that will set the intention for when you actually go to step number three. Which is dun 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 start the conversation. <laughs> start the conversation. Ah. And here is really this the key factor. I'm so open. Yes, Linda. Ah oh, <laughs> I love it. This is the key factor. When it comes to selling, there are two very, very specific sides. One is the strategic tactical side. The other side is the emotional intelligence side. Yes, they can say, please go help my sister and get her off my back. <laughs> what? You are so funny. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 <laughs> for what you're talking about. Awesome. So with the emotional intelligence part, you if you've gotten to know them, if you've loved them up, then chances are you're going to be able to set that genuine intention. You're going to be able to have that openness to all the possibilities And it's going to come out honestly and genuinely and sincerely. And it's these few people that you are going to connect with. They'll turn into your next paying clients and they're going to help you write those sales pages, help you write those webinar slides, help you determine how that funnel is going to go, your ladder of offers, so that you nail it when you start pouring money into it. When you start saying, let's scale this, you've already validated it. You've already gotten the right words. You already know how it's going to go because you've already done it. So, number three, starting the conversation. So now you've just put up a post so far. You've engaged, they've engaged with it. You've loved them up. This is the scale so far. Now you actually have to talk to them. You're not going to just send them a link. You're not going to just drop a sales page or a link to book a call in the comments. That is the, the you know, that's the cop-out, I'll be honest. Um, is it possible that someone may... Book something once, maybe, but it's, but all the other pieces are missing. All the emotional intelligence side are missing. So you need both the tactical strategy and the emotional intelligence. And if you miss that loving up part, which is what happens when you just drop links, um, it doesn't go well. So. Do the loving up part, it does not take long. I always say set timers, set that 10 minute timer because for whatever reason, after 11 minutes, 12 minutes, I'm opting into BS, I don't need, and I don't go through your newsfeed. Just zero in and look for those people and set that timer so that you know if your cursor starts to <laughs> follow something else, you gotta get back on track. Awesome, okay, so <laughs> and here's the thing, when you start the conversation, um, and this goes back to women selling to other women. You know, what gets us interested? What opens our ears? Um, it's, <laughs> I used this example the other day, and everybody was laughing so hard. But it's so true. If They're laughing because it's funny. It's funny because so you tell me if you think this is true. <laughs> when we want to talk, when, we wanna, when women want to sell to other women, it would be best if we did it in the rom-com style. <laughs> Yes, Linda Catling. Tactics, tactical strategy and emotional intelligence. La, 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 la. So women selling to other women. We want to set up more of a rom-com style, like a romantic comedy style versus Debbie Does Jealousy. You know what I'm saying? We're not all about hit it and quit it. Just tell me what it is. So I can buy it and we are into it for the long term, for the relationship. And this is so good for business. So if you are a woman entrepreneur selling to other women entrepreneurs and you start the foundation of your sales process with these steps, you will never need more clients. You will always be able to set yourself up for more because you're not hitting it and quitting it. You're starting the relationship and then you're continuing the relationship. So even after someone becomes a client of yours, they're not saying, oh, geez, see you later. They feel more connected to you, and they're your cheerleader. Like, Linda and Sarah, thank you so much, both of you lovely ladies, for showing up and being a part of this live thing because it, I've loved working with you in the past, and now I still see you in rom-com sales strategy. So awesome. Right, exactly. So how do you start the conversation? This is what people say oftentimes. Once they get on the phone with somebody, then everything is good. Like, I know what to say. I'm good. I'm good. Now, that's a whole other story, because I tell you, mostly it's not that good. But we're going to get you to that part anyway, because if you feel good about it, I'm happy for you. So getting to that part, this is the bridge. Starting the conversation, it's so important. This is the strategy part, to have that one plus one formula, that... One compliment and you know what to compliment them on because you've looked them up and you know them a little bit. You can say, Hey, I loved that podcast you were on with such and such. I actually, I listened to that podcast all the time. And when your name popped up, I was so, a smile came across my face. I was so impressed. Do you do podcasts a lot? You sounded like a pro. So you're, so the one compliment plus a one direct question. My direct question was, do you do podcasts often? You sounded like a pro. So one compliment plus one easy to answer yes or no question. Why that formula? Well, A, you want to keep it short. If that message that you go into messenger, whether it's on Facebook, Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram, or even if it's an email, if it's long, people are going to be like, no, 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 no. I don't really know her. Click, click, click. And they're going to thumb right past you. And they'll be like, well, I'll look at it later. But if it's quick and it's short and they can answer it like this, then they'll at least give you those five seconds Then when they see that it's complimentary and everybody you're just appealing to their humanity when it's complimentary, they're like, oh, suddenly they all of a sudden have more time for you because now they feel good about being around you. Isn't that what we want people to feel when they're around us? We want them to feel good, right? We're not here to be like, and notice that you sucked a little bit. So I wanted to help you out. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't do that. (laughs) All right. Awesome. So one. one formula. So whether you're live or on the replay so that I know you got it, type one plus one down below. One plus one. And this is hard because we don't speak in this way. Type one plus one below. Mm -hmm. I tell you, it's the winter time and it's so dry here in Detroit that I I must drink like a gallon of water a day, which I know you should, right? Right, Veronica Lamb, I always got to drink more water. So here's the thing. We don't speak in this format, so it's very hard to to map it out. When people work with me, <laughs> thank you, Linda, they get this very specific training. I've got swipe scripts. I've got te- all these uh, templates so that when someone, they know exactly how to put it into their framework. So they know exactly some samples of what to say. I mean, I've worked with, you know, the most card-holding, flag-waving introverts out there. And even they say, yes, <laughs> I've really enjoyed learning how to start the conversation with somebody so that it doesn't feel salesy, so that it doesn't feel sleazy, so that it has the right intentions, so that I set up long-term relationships, open to all the possibilities. But, but what happens is, by approaching the person in that way, you bathe, right? like, they are their ears open. They get excited to hear from you because you are a nice person and you are a nice person. So you're not faking it. You're just genuinely taking these specific steps. So when you because we don't speak like that, um, it takes it takes a bit of practice. But I want you to remember this one mantra and This is something I learned, you know, <laughs> 20 years ago as manager. And he said, Renee, good salespeople have a good pitch because We would practice our pitch like every morning, like 100 times. Because when you're going out house to house or you're going to the streets of Manhattan, you better have that shit on point. (laughs) You better know what you're going to say and how you're going to say it because you will get eaten alive otherwise. So a good salesperson has a good pitch, but a great salesperson has great questions. Because really the ratio of conversation should be they're talking 80% of the time, and you're only talking twenty percent. Same ratio goes on a on a first date. I haven't been on a first date in about twenty years either, so <laughs> I guess it'll work out. So when it comes to exactly what to say and how to say it, and exactly how to you know what to post to get them to engage, exactly where to find them and what to comment on, there are a thousand variables on both sides, and that, my friends, is why I have clients <laughs> because this giving you these secrets. Is, is fantastic, and some of you will be able to take it and run with it. But others are going to need ongoing support. So whether you end up signing up for the boot camp that starts on Sunday or whether you end up working with me one-on-one, that is what I do for my clients. I help them feel good about reaching out to people who need them and about starting the conversation and making those offers so that they feel genuine and sincere, and they are. And what happens is my clients are like, not only did I learn how to fill my program, but I also made some good friends along the way. Isn't that good? So if this resonates with you, give me a high five. Give me your favorite emoji live or on the replay. I come to you every week to give you definite, actionable, specific Steps and systems so that you can get success in sales. And I'm here to help you make sales less scary and more fun and truly simple so that you can do it too. Cool. We just watched Ratatouille over the, over the break. And so, uh, I want to say just like, just like Gusto, anyone can cook, anyone can sell. (laughs) Have a happy, happy Thursday. Check out the link above the sales bootcamp if you haven't taken it yet. And I know Linda has and Sarah has. If you haven't taken it yet, and please ask them how it was. Don't take my word for it. Um, ask them how their experience was. You can click on their profile. I mean, you can get a hold of them as long as they're hiding from you. And see how it was because this right now, it starts on Sunday. And I don't know the next time I'm going to be running it live, but I know it's starting on Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. I've got three spots left. Woo-woo. It's going to be fun. Have a great day, guys. Whoa. <laughs> When is the book coming out?